Welcome to No Rain Date, a community podcast about local news and people. No Rain Date is a production of Saucon Source LLC. For more local news and information, please visit SaucinSource.com. Welcome to No Rain Date, the podcast for SaucinSource.com. I'm publisher Josh Popachak, and now here's a look at the stories people in Saucon Valley are talking about this week. This is the week ending January 29th, 2020. The big story has been the zoning and rezoning controversy in Hellertown Borough. On Tuesday, January 21st, a public hearing was held at Hellertown Borough Council's meeting to discuss an amendment to rezone nearly five acres of a privately owned land at 1527 Easton Road. This is part of a property that's owned by Michael and Sarah Shafir. The amendment that was before Borough Council was to rezone the land from R1 to R2. Now, what does that mean, you may be asking? R1 is a lower density zoning designation in which typically only single family dwellings can be built. R2 zoning allows for higher density residential units to be constructed, including townhomes, duplexes, and multifamily dwellings. The piece of land that was the subject of the hearing has been in the R1 zoning, although there is R2 zoning on the other side of Easton Road from it. The Shafirs, who were not present at the meeting, were represented by a land development attorney, Joseph Fitzpatrick, as well as their son-in-law, attorney, and Lower Saucon Township Council Vice President, Jason Bononis. Both attorneys argued that as longtime residents and taxpayers in the borough, the Shafirs deserve a chance to see if their property can be developed, although both said that they have no specific development plans for it at this time. That argument held sway with some members of Borough Council, which ultimately voted 5-1 to in favor of rezoning the property to R2. However, it was met with a lot of criticism from upset neighbors who say that rezoning the property could devalue their homes and threaten the quality of life in their neighborhood. Several spoke at the meeting, a number of them sent letters to Borough Council, and the brouhaha, so to speak, has continued over this rezoning since last week's meeting uh, with two neighbors, James and Rebecca O'Brien of Lower Saucon Township, beginning a petition to have the rezoning decision reversed. And as of Monday, that petition had received more than 400 signatures. The O'Briens were also at a meeting on Sunday of the Saucon Democrats, which was held at Braveheart Highland Pub in Hellertown, and James O'Brien spoke about their fight against the rezoning at that meeting. They are considering a formal appeal of the rezoning decision, he said, as well as other options. So we'll likely have more on this story in the future. Also big in the news this week was a Quakertown cold case that we reported on last spring. This was the disappearance of Adam Brundage back in October of 2004. The Bucks County District Attorney announced that after more than 15 years, Brundage's body was located buried at a quarry in Hilltown Township. Not only that, police have charged the man who was living with Brundage at the time he disappeared with his killing. 
Damon Andrew Smoot, 36, of Frackville, Schuylkill County, has been charged with third-degree murder in Adam Brundage's death. Police said that Smoot killed Brundage at the quarry and then buried his body there. Also out of Bucks County this week was news about David W. Sermon Jr., who pleaded guilty to manufacturing explosive devices, which he then left in various rural locations around Upper Bucks County in the spring of 2018. Many of you probably remember this because this caused a lot of anxiety in the community. Fortunately, no one was injured by any of the IEDs, and Sermon was sentenced to one to two years in jail. He will be on probation for 10 years following his release. Both Sermon and his girlfriend, Tina W. Smith, who was convicted of a lesser related charge in the case, apologized for their actions in court. But it's not all bad news. We have a a heartwarming animal story for you. Fanny, the missing emu, was recovered safely and returned to her home. Fanny went missing from her home on Wilhelm Road in Lower Saucon Township on Friday and was subsequently spotted at various locations in Lower Saucon and Springfield Townships. Now, emus are flightless birds, but they're also very big birds. They can stand up to six feet tall. So it wasn't too hard to spot her, and she was corralled on Sunday and returned to her home, which was about 10 miles from where she was found. She was also happily reunited with her emu mate, Pete. In local business news, Bar Louie is staying put in our area, at least for now, although the restaurant chain abruptly closed dozens of its locations over the weekend as part of a Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection filing. Its store at the Promenade Shops at Saucon Valley in Upper Saucon Township remains open. This, however, is after several recent closings of eateries at the Promenade Shops, including Cozy, Annie Ann's Pretzels, and Crepe Soleil, which closed because the store was relocated to a different shopping center at the end of December. And lastly, where is winter? Temperatures so far this month have averaged nearly 8 degrees above normal, and snowfall to date is well below normal. That's why we turn to our weather forecasting friend, Tony Lucini of Lehigh Valley Weather Authority, for some answers about the missing wintry conditions. And if you're a fan of cold and snow, the news from Tony isn't very good. Tony says some meteorological factors and atmospheric conditions have combined to shut our area out of the weather we normally have this time of year. And the prospects for a return to winter in February and March don't look so hot either. But before then, there is a slight chance of a winter storm this weekend, and Tony will talk more about that in his five-day forecast, which we have now. Take it away, Tony. Hey everyone, Tony here from LVWA with your exclusive five-day forecast for Saucon Source's No Rain Day podcast. For today, high temperature of 38 degrees, mainly cloudy with some sun popping out in the afternoon, low tonight of 27. Thursday, sunny skies, a high of 36, going down to 22 at night. Friday, sun and clouds, a high of 40, dropping to 27 at night. Saturday is still a little bit of a question mark, although right now I am leaning towards uh, an out-to-sea solution for this storm. 
I'd give it about a 35% chance of actually coming up the coast and causing some disruptions here. So definitely uh, continue to monitor the latest updates over at LVWA, and we'll keep you up to date on that. Saturday's high temp 37 with a low 28 at night, and Sunday cloudy, highs in the upper 30s, lows in the mid-20s. That's all I have for you. Have a wonderful week, and thanks for tuning in. Welcome to No Rain Date. I'm excited to have three fantastic local authors here, as well as the publisher, their publisher, uh, Jennifer Bright, who's the publisher of Mimosa Publishing. Um, we also have Ann Baum, the author of Small Mistakes, Big Consequences, Develop Your Soft Skills to Help You Succeed. We have uh, Meredith Lesney, who's the author of the children's book, uh, spaghetti and meatball and Meredith is also a teacher at a librarian at Sauk Valley Middle School and Jesse Seneca who's the author of 52 Promises from God a devotional journal reflections to soothe your soul so thank you all for being here we're going to sort of have each author talk about their background and and their book and Hopefully we'll have time then for a couple questions. Um, but I wanted Jennifer to start us off with a little bit of history about um, Mimosa Publishing and, and what makes it a unique company. Thank you, Josh. Thank you for the opportunity to be here. Uh, I grew up here in the Lehigh Valley and I really appreciate all that you're doing for Salkin. Um, I founded Mimosa Publishing on Mother's Day 2009 with the idea and the dream of publishing one book which was called the Mommy MD Guide to Pregnancy and Birth. And that was such a great adventure that we continued doing a few books a year. And now we are pleased to publish books by other people, including three of my favorite people who are here with me today. So Mimosa Publishing uh, specializes in parenting, health books, business books, and children's books. Fantastic. Anne, can you, can you take us back in time a little bit and talk about what led you to to become an author and what led you to Mimosa Publishing. Well, um, thank you for having us. I never imagined that I would be an author, but I found this interesting topic and I noticed that there were people and behaviors that either I had or they had that seemed to get in their way. So I thought, well, I should write this down. So I started taking notes and keeping track and then I decided to make it funny, fun, and informative. And I carried it around for about 10 years. And I'm not mm. kidding you, 10 years. And I met Jennifer. And at the same time, Jesse, who's here today, had asked me to speak at an event she was having. And she challenged me to get my book published by the time I was going to speak. So I have to give all the credit to Jennifer and Jesse for getting that 10-year pile of paper into a real book. And now it's out there and I'm writing another one. Oh, fantastic. Uh, is your is your next book sort of, is it a business book or? Yes, yeah, so same title, Small Mistake, Big Consequences, but focused on interviews. Oh, okay. Well, that will be very useful, I'm sure. With, I we have a so. lot of college graduates out there and people looking for advice and yeah I just I mean your book has lots of relatable um, characters in it and 
I, Thanks. I'm wondering I'm if I can relate it. myself to a couple <laughs> of them. Um, so, Meredith, tell us a little bit about your story and how uh, you became an author. You were obviously already involved with books, being a librarian, um, but to go to that next level, what what sort of inspired you? Well, um, it's been a lifelong dream of mine, obviously being a children's librarian. I worked in libraries in like high school and in college, and when I got my first job, um, I've always wanted to write a book, and my cousin gave me a stuffed animal, probably, I don't know how many years ago, and I brought him to school because he was big and fluffy, and I was like, oh, the kids will love him. And I started telling stories about him. The kids were like, you should, you should write a book, you should write a book. And I, you know, in the back of my mind, I said, of course, of course I'm gonna write a book, of course. And like, it's kind of scary to put yourself and like your, your thoughts and your, you know, all of your dreams in a book and then have people, um, you know, look at it and, and critique it. But I said, you know what, I have to do it because I need to show my students that if you want to do something, you have to keep trying and you have to put your mind to it. And it was a really great experience because every time um, I would get a rejection letter or something um, from an agent, I would send out a whole bunch. The kids were, you know, were excited and I said, you know, but I, I got rejected and, you know, we kind of went through it together. And, um, and then a, a teacher said, oh, did you, did you ever hear of Jennifer Mimosa? And I said, no. Um, so I contacted her and, and I asked her if there was anything that, um, if she could give me any advice because I was like, I'm just going to keep going and going and going. And she's like, well, let's meet. And then she helped me publish the book. Uh -huh. So it was, it was a really great experience. And with my book as well, the illustrator is one of my best friends that I work with, she's the art teacher in the middle school. And um, so we're kind of on this journey together. So right. that has been That's like a really amazing experience as well. I should, yeah, we should mention that Felicia wanted to be here a uh, little bit under the weather. Yes. We hope she feels better soon, but um, the illustrations are, are fantastic in this book. And um, your, your students probably think it's cool that you have a book in their library, right? Yeah, it, it's neat. They're, they're all coming in to ask to, to check it out. Um, so that's like really exciting for me. And my mom actually constructed a, um, a stuffed animal that I carry around school all the time. You know, people are used to me walking around, around the school with a large round yellow duck underneath my arm. So, and um, something else is great. My sister helped us. My sister has a company. Um, she helped with the layout. Um, Revero Graphics, she helped with the layout, so it was kind of like a family, yeah. a family affair. So um, it's it's been a really great and positive experience. Great. And Jesse, we were talking earlier. You you said this uh, is your seventh book, actually. So I want to hear a little bit more about your start as an author, and and, and then your progression to seven books. seven <laughs> that sounds like a lot um i founded a ministry called more of him ministries 10 years ago we're celebrating our 10-year anniversary and uh, one of the reasons that i started the ministry was to write um, and i never really thought of myself as an author um, but just following what god had called me to do in in, in writing and so i just started 
and I did not know Jen 10 years ago. Um, I was with a, a different publishing company uh, out of Delaware, and then when I decided to write the devotional, um, I found Jen through Anne, and um, so it's kind of like we're all connected, and mm -hmm. I just want to say one thing about Anne's book. When we met, and Anne told me she was writing this book, I was like, I want to look at it. Can you send me like the unedited version of it digitally. And when I looked at it, I was like, this is awesome. This needs to be published. Mm -hmm. uh, every college student needs to have it. It was just so great. And then she found Jen, and then we all got connected that way. And I, I just had this yearning to have a devotional, something that women could do every single day and have that inspiration and it's based on the promises of God and who doesn't need to be reminded that they're loved that they have someone you know that they can gain power from that they're forgiven um, that there's someone that's trustworthy and so it's it's something that they can do each day for 52 days or they can do it for 52 weeks and just do one promise a week and really focus on that promise. And the great thing about this book, and, and Jen was very helpful in constructing this, is to make it a journal. Mm -hmm. And so as the women read it, they can also journal and write their thoughts out or prayers out, however they want to you know, write that out in the day. And it's been a, a great response. Um, people have been encouraged, and it's a great gift item. We've had a lot of people purchase it as gifts. And so um, I had a great experience with Jen in doing this from the editing team to the de development to the designing. Everybody was really great to work with. Kind of takes the stress out of the process yes. when you have I mean, there's still stress. Don't <laughs> get me wrong. There's still right. the editing and finding the time to do all that and approve all the editing. But they did make it an easy process. Right. Yeah. So, Jen, let's go back to you. And I, I know we've talked a little bit. I mean, obviously, with the name Mom in the name of your publishing company, you have a lot of women authors. But not just women you're also uh, publishing men's works as well absolutely absolutely so we named our company mimosa after the fast-growing long-lived mimosa tree and also because my found co-founder and i are both moms and as you said almost all of our authors and team members are moms as well but we do we have several gentlemen on our team and we have some male authors and so as we expand and grow we really want to include all different voices and perspectives and stories mm -hmm. And you are looking for authors all the oh, time, right? Definitely, definitely. Um, I feel that it's such a privilege for me to have this incredible opportunity to help people achieve a dream. You know, for a lot of people to write a book is something that they've kind of held in their heart, you know, maybe not even told another soul, I have an idea, I want to write a book. And, you know, if they let that out, it's just such a privilege to get to help them take this dream that they maybe were even afraid to talk about and actually make it a book that can reach and help thousands and thousands of people that they might not even ever meet. Um, a lot of people
people even say it's a bucket list, you know. Mm -hmm. It's on my bucket list to write a book. Uh, One of our authors, her name is Barbara Sellers, she, um, I knew her a long time ago, and she had reached out to say, hey, you know, I'm 78 years old now, and my whole life I wanted to tell my story, and I I guess I better do it now. (laughs) And so it was an incredible opportunity to work with her to actually get to do that. Yeah. No, that's a great point. I mean, I think a lot of times... You, you don't even think about writing a book until maybe you're in middle age. Uh, it's not like, you know, you don't have the life experience behind you. That's what I've found to be true. Not that I'm writing books like, like you guys are, but as a writer. Yeah, it's certainly something you can do well into 80s, 90s, and that's fantastic. So. I think everybody has a story, everybody has wisdom, everybody has experiences and tips, and even kids who might not think about it are some, t- some of the best authors, and all the way up, like I say, to 78-year-old Barbara, who wrote an incredible story. Mm-hmm. Right, right, and, we, and of course we do want kids to be inspired to write, and um, that was kind of another question I had, like, you know, if you were talking to, you know, a younger person about writing, and they said they were interested in writing, like, what would you tell them you know as far as like pursuing that that goal or or just any creative goal well i i had um, a conversation just recently with someone um, who wants to write and not sure how to go about it and i i said to them i said you know just start writing it, they call it like throwing up on the page <laughs> just start writing and keep writing and it, it might not look like what it's going to look like in the end, but that's okay. You know, just keep doing it, and and then it'll all come. I don't. I, for me myself, with with writing, I've not really done it the conventional way. Um, I've just started writing, and then out of that writing evolves the chapters, um, evolves uh, maybe the design of what it's going to look like, and so. If I were telling a younger person, I would just say keep writing. Mm-hmm. And it may not happen in the next year. It may take eight years, ten years, as it did for Anne, for it to come to fruition, um, but just to keep at it. And this is the other thing. It doesn't have to be perfect. My first thing that I ever wrote, I kept wanting to get it perfectly done before mm-hmm. I sent it to the publisher for editing. And then I thought, well, that's crazy. That's why you pay an editor, you know, to, to edit it. Uh, this is not going to be perfect, and and it's okay because that's why you pay a publishing company to help you with that. Right. Yeah, we all need that extra set of eyes, mm-hmm. I think. So. And actually, like almost three or four sets of eyes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Meredith. Um, I never realized, you know, after writing my book, that I would have. A whole bunch of students come up and say, I'm writing something. Can I show it to you? And I'm like, yes, absolutely. Um, So, and I had kids coming up to me, like, even in the cafeteria, I want to write a a book. And I was like, go for it. Um, And they're like, will you read it? And I'm like, yes, bring it up. We'll we'll look at it. And um, so I never expected that. And that has just been something that has been, like, amazing. And to know that I've kind of maybe inspire them to, um, to, to do something um, really, you know, warms my heart as a teacher. Mm-hmm. And I just tell them that they really need to just keep at it and not to give up. Because right. that's what we ask our kids every day at school. 
to not give up and to, to keep trying. So that's what I showed them. I hope I showed them that if you keep trying, you'll accomplish your dream. Right. And keep reading, too. Of and course. keep reading. Of course. <laughs> Every day, all the time. <laughs> and? Well, I think it's important for them to know it's possible. I think you see books in a bookstore, you get them in the library, but you don't necessarily think it's within your personal ability to do so. So I love that they're bringing them to you and that you can inspire them because you never know who these, I, I would say probably the people who are these best-selling authors authors a very small percentage of them probably set out to be an author Mm -hmm. and these kids who knows who will be the next great author and so just keeping it as something that is possible and you can do it especially when you get connected with somebody who is there to help you like jennifer and her company Mm -hmm. i think the the fact that it's doable is probably one of the most important things because I don't think most people think it's a possibility for them. Right, right. And I guess the good thing is today, I mean, there's so many more ways to connect with people than there used to be Mm -hmm. through social media, email, you know. It's not just person to person anymore, although that's great, but, you know, um, like, and and that's kind of one thing I wanted to to talk about too. Like, I would love it if each of you can sort of explain like you know where your books available like how people can connect with you online can can we go down the row and and sure sure sure. yeah you want to start sure so all of our books all these authors books are available on amazon and of course that you can order them in any book any store that sells books any bookstore or store that sells books uh you can also order them on our website which is mimosapublishing.com great great Definitely check, yeah, check out the website. There's other titles on there, and you'll learn more about um, the business. And, and if you're an author that's looking for a publisher, I would recommend it. Anne? Well, the books are available where Jennifer said, so... Okay, I, I wasn't sure if anybody had, like, their own author Jesse, website yeah, or... Does. Well, I have a ministry, so okay. uh, that ministry is called More of Him Ministries. Right. So that's, uh, the website's moreofhimministries.org. Okay. And then um, I also do events and conferences, and they're always available at all of those locations when we have that. Okay. And I know a couple of you have done book signings too, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Locally. Yes. Mm-hmm. Barnes and Noble, yeah. So we'll look for those again when you have another title coming mm-hmm. out, and we will even share it on Sock and Source. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. When is yours coming out? It's uh, May is our target. Oh, so Jennifer just sent exciting. me some pages to work on. So we're yes, close. We are so yes. close. She oh. has done an amazing job. I love this book. It's incredible. It, I wish I'd had it long ago when I was interviewing. It's going to help so many people. Oh, thank you. And it just looks beautiful. I love the colors and the art. It's really, really, and the advice is really, it's really great. Thank you. Well, I'm excited for that too. And um, in the meantime, uh, everybody should check out your, your titles that are already published. Thank you again for, for joining us and for being, you know, great role models and and um, putting positivity out there with, with your work. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. No Rain Date is an original production of Sock and Source, LLC. 
Our theme music is provided by This Way to the Egress. For more great music by them, be sure to follow This Way to the Egress on Spotify. Thank you for listening. Every night, he climbs the tower, sees your face on every dollar.